Welcome to Pageant Verite. I am Kyle Ian Haggerty, your host. Now, normally tonight, you will see me here with my beautiful, curvy host, Carly, but she's off just setting, so she left me here all by myself tonight, or I would like to think by myself. So in protest, I'm not wearing a bow tie, and I decided not to shave. So Carly, I miss you. Safe travel. And thank you for leaving me here to have an affair on you. Now, before I, you know, introduce you to my new mistress for today, I do have a couple of shout-outs that I want to give. First of all, I want to give a shout-out. You've heard me mention her before. I'm Jennifer Pitt McKenna of McKenna Walsh Consulting. She announced today that she's having a baby boy. So, Jennifer, congratulations to you and Ken on that. And as much as you would like to name your baby Ken, Kyle is a great name, too, if we're going to stick with the K thing. So I think you should name your newborn son, Kyle, when he arrives with us. Also, last show, I gave a couple of shout-outs to a couple of coaches, and I forgot a very good friend of mine who is outstanding. So a quick shout-out to Andrea Kellum from Birmingham, Alabama, of Pageant Perfection. She is a fantastic coach. Finally, before I introduce you to my mistress, as always, World Championships. I'm still traveling the country, putting together Team USA. If you're a singer, dancer, actress, or model, audition in your area. We're coming to a city near you. One more big announcement. I want everyone to take a look at this. Now, normally I tell people to buy my book. Big problem. This is the last book. I am sold out when this book is sold. So the first person to buy this last book, I will give a complimentary copy of my new book, which is coming out in 2015. So if you want the last copy of Producing Winners, Your Pathway to the Crown, see me. So with that being said, I have a very special guest that I would like to introduce you to. She was the 2011, the reigning Miss Plus America Elite. She's beautiful. She's fierce. She's fabulous. And she's curvy. I'd like to introduce you to Spruce Dickerson. What's going on, Spruce? Hey, y'all. Well, I'm just hanging out down here in Texas where it's dropping down into the 20s. It's crazy here. Texas is supposed to be hot. Spruce, what? you're complaining about 20 degrees. Are you kidding me? It's almost below zero in D.C. Are you crazy? No. Are you serious? You need to move here. Well, let me I lived in, I lived in Austin. I lived in Austin. I did. I lived in Austin. And when I tell you when it was 80 degrees on my birthday, and my birthday is in September, I got homesick really quick. I'm from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Of course. I'm from yeah. Chicago. So we got eight inches of snow here. Now, when I was in school, we used to truck through the snow in eight inches. They get five inches here in D.C., they shut the place down. For real. No, I, I'm, with, I'm with them. No, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Spruce, Spruce, you are my mistress for today. You know, for those who know me, I like my women curvy. Well, you got it here, baby. I got it. Okay. So, you got it here. So tell me about being curvy and beautiful and about being a professional plus-size model and about your title and your pageant. Give us the overview so Carly can be jealous when she comes back. Oh, my goodness. 
You know, I, I just honored and I feel so special just being invited and thought of to fill her shoes and what huge shoes, what huge high heels to fill. Um, so I'm just really honored to to be sitting in this seat tonight. So thank everyone for inviting me. Um, but I, in 2011, was crowned Miss Plus America Elite, and that was my very first national pageant ever. Um, it has opened so many doors for me, given me opportunities to serve other people with my crown on just such a bigger platform and a and, in a wider, broader territory. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what pageantry is all about to me, is serving others. It's not about me. And and everything else I do, my motivational speaking, my mind, it's, it's, though I enjoy it, yes, I do. I have passions for it, or else I wouldn't be doing it. But it's not about me. It's about taking my talents that God has created me with and giving those to others and serving others with my talent. So that, that's what it's all about for me. Sure. You know, I, I talk to Carly all the time. As you know, I am an international level pageant coach, and I work with young ladies from around the country and around the world, actually. And uh -huh. sometimes I get asked by, let's say, my thinner clientele that there's really not a place for plus girls in the pageant arena, especially with those that have physical fitness or swimsuit or that kind of thing. What do you have to say to them, and what advice would you give to a curvy girl like yourself that want to get involved in pageants, and what avenues do they have? I'm sorry, Kyle. Can you, can you just nutshell that and repeat that for me? <laughs> sure. No problem. I have girls who are slim who don't see a purpose for plus-size pageants. What do you have to okay. say to them? Okay. For me, pageantry isn't all about looks. Pageantry, first off, for any woman, beauty begins on the inside. Beauty is in your heart. All of this, face, your body, being a size zero, being whatever size, that's not what beauty is. Beauty starts in the heart and it comes out. You, have you ever seen a gorgeous woman and then she opens her mouth and just, ugly stuff come out? Well, that's, that? almost, that, that's almost every day for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that do to you? What does that do to that woman, right? I mean, I would think that that would make her ugly really quick, right? Well, any, you don't want to ask me that. <laughs> that's a whole nother show, right? You do not want to ask me that. Y'all invite me back as a guest on the on another show, okay? And we'll talk all about that. <laughs> well, well, before, well, before we move on with, with our show, I do have one more question for you. I do know that you okay. work as I, I do know you work as a plus size model. Could you give some advice to you know some of my modeling clients or some young ladies out there who are interested in getting in the modeling industry but they're plus size? What advice would you give to them? is to be true to who you are. Don't look at what other people are doing. Don't pay attention to what society tells you is beautiful. Because just as I said, beauty is on the inside. Beauty is what you make it. Beauty is in your attitude. Okay? Um, so stay true to who you are. And, um, you know, if you truly feel that that is your calling is that, and that's your direction. That that 
your purpose in life, then, then run after it with a fiery determination. And don't think it's going to happen overnight. It takes hard work. It takes determination and perseverance. And just stick with it. Great. So. Great, great. Great advice. Great advice. Well, we have a very big show today, and we have an interesting show today. So yes. as Carly Jet Setting missing this fantastic opportunity to right. share the screen with me, correct? That's right. That's okay. right. We, we do have a very special guest. So, Spruce, what's on the agenda for tonight? Well, I have tonight, like you said, our show is going to be a fabulous show. And, and uh, we have a title holder who was threatened to have her crown and title taken away after she began posting about her religion, or should I say her lack of religion. Yes, our guest this evening is William, an atheist. And who would have ever thought that her constitutional rights would be jeopardized or she wouldn't be able to exercise her constitutional rights um, and to create a stir, that that would create a stir. So I'd like to introduce right now to the show our guest, Ms. Denise Williams, and her title is Ms. Beautiful International Model. Welcome, Denise. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? First off, you both need to come here. We're in the, we're in the high zones right now, so you need to get out here and get warm. Oh, <laughs> Where, where Arkansas? I, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, okay. Well, you see, it's we're getting warmer. I can't do <laughs> Arizona. It's too hot. I oh, cannot no, do it. We, we don't reach a hundred until like mid-April, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. It's too hot. I but I think do. the humidity's a little better, maybe. I don't <laughs> That's do dry heat. That's what we all say here, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and I, I'm just glad to meet you because I know we're Facebook friends. So, you know, yes. it's always nice to meet one another in person or close enough here. Um, Definitely. Nice to, nice to meet you for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. And well, Kyle, I've too. been looking forward to this. Pardon? And Kyle, too, for that matter. Nice to meet you for the first time. Yes. Who just disappeared yes. on us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Well, Denise, let, let's get this show started because uh, it, it, we have about 30 minutes or so, So, um, and we want to definitely get into hearing your story and hearing uh, what you're about and what your message is. So um, let, let me start off with, with reading to our audience, again, what our title is for um, that was promoed for our show tonight, yes. and that was... Can you be good with a crown if you are good without God? Yes. So I would like to know, and I would like for you to share with us and our audience tonight, that if this is your message and um, if you can explain exactly what that means to you and also explain, explain uh, what it means to you to be good with the crown. Okay, see, see uh, obviously I am an atheist, and with the rise of faith-based pageants, like people who face their Christian faith and like what determines a good queen, 
I mean, I have all those qualities. I have good morals. I love volunteering. I love making appearances. I love showing off. I mean, I, I mean, I, just because I don't believe in God does not should not like be like a qualification for uh, to hold a, to hold a pageant title. Mhm. Okay. Well, so so what do you? I mean, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? Um, I mean, has there been any controversy in that issue with you? I mean, when you've competed in in um, in pageants, because like the introduction is that you were threatened to have your crown taken away. So what is that all about? Okay. What happened well, there? Okay. I, at the at the time when this happened, I was. Today's America's Woman's Kirby Miss National Ambassador. I was awarded that title by Geraldine Anders because of my abilities. And and I, I, I when it happened, it was the day of the set the tragic Sandy Hook shooting, and mm -hmm. I was not in a good unfortunately was not in a good mood that day. I will own up to that. I, I will own up to that. So I, I shared an article. It was called "Keep Prayers Out of Tragedies." And mm -hmm. it was quite offensive, full, like full of four-letter words and such. And a lot of people got offended, and I lost friends because of because of that article. And it was the first time that I had like I did not realize how offended people would be because because it was the day of the shootings or because it was atheism. I did not know at the time why people were offended. So Jeremy right. and I had a talk, and she basically said I have to like represent like respectfully. So, and I know she is a proud Christian woman. So after that, I decided to like keep my mouth shut, like not talk, that post or type anything having to do with atheism. That was my choice. So, and I felt right. all the time the last year I felt censored. So I did not I felt censored. I feel like I couldn't be honest. It was like, I mean, I couldn't right. say anything about it, and it just made me feel horrible. It right. made me feel sick, honestly. And right. I just had I just had to like keep my mouth shut because I in the past I I've lost titles for speaking my mind openly and not quite nicely to be honest. So right. I had to keep my mouth shut and the loss of those titles like sent me into a deep depression. And oh, no. I knew it, I knew I couldn't go through that again because that would be it for me if I lost that lost my Today's American Woman title. So right. I just kept, so I just held it in and just myself so kept my mouth well, let me, it. yes well let me ask you this do you think because here in America we have freedom ever you know there's so many diverse people in this country um, so in and, and everybody speaks their mind right yes. and um, right so I think it's important that we be we respect other people um, so so what do you think, um, well, you know, and I think also, too, that with pageantry, it's just like your home. You don't want people coming into your home and disobeying the rules of your home, right? Exactly. You have certain rules okay. set up in your home. So I look at pageantry in that same way. You have the director or the founder of that pageant system, yes. and they have, they have rules. Yes. So, you know, and kind of like in sports, well, you have to play you by have the to rules. By the rules, exactly. Yes. So I think it's important, I don't know if you would agree or not, but would you think it's important that 
you know, maybe anything we do, and especially, especially pageantry, to vet what that pageant is about, you know, to research and see kind of what their rules are. Mm, yeah, I mean, I do that all the time. I mean, it's just, I, like I said, I'm like, I'm, I was raised on good morals. I, despite the fact that I was raised in a religious family, I became atheist as I got older through my teenage years. Uh-huh. But the the thing, I mean, what I, what really what kind of like bothers me is kind of like they're using. I feel like the the face is being pressured onto like people like the contestants like that, that you can only be like a good queen if you if you like believe morals based on God and the Bible and and all that. Okay. And so that's the feeling that you get in every pageant that you compete in. The majority that, of them, yes. As long as, 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 long as, as, as it's not, a, I mean, people are coming out as, with faith-based pageants, and there are several faith-based pageants, and I feel like I'm on the outside look again because it makes me feel, I know sometimes, someday I want to compete in another life pageant, but I feel like I don't measure up because of that one, that one thing, being an atheist. Right, right. Well, I can absolutely see how, how that would make you feel. Um, yes. But, you know, I think it's important that that each of us be true to who we are. And yes. I think it's important to respect how other people feel. Um, so, you know, and, and that's, that's a hard thing. If you're competing in a, in a pageant that is faith-based, well, then those two don't marry one another. No. <laughs> no. You know, being faith-based and being atheist. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, right. So, but I'm curious though to for the other question is, um, what is good with the crown? So I guess you you answered that that you know you have morals and you have ethics yes. and and I like to share want, like 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 about like love volunteering. I discovered a love about volunteering when I when I started doing pageantry and I love doing that helping other people. Uh huh. And I want to be encouraging a role model for other curvy women like ourselves. So, right. Yeah. What what do you, what do you base your morals on? What do you base being good on? What is your foundation for that? Well, basically, knowing the difference between right and wrong. Basically, like not getting in, not getting into trouble. Like within within the law. I mean, I'm I'm really good with that. I'm a good per- I know I'm a good person. I'm a, a leader. I've been in various activities involved in various activities that when I was going to school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get involved in every everything. It's like I put myself out there. I mean, uh-huh. okay. Well, let me ask you this, and um, because you know I I've been on your Facebook page and I've seen your posts about those pictures that you post and you yes. know the anti-Christian pictures and yes you know and then you know I, I as a Christian that, that that really just I'm like oh my gosh so if you're talking about being good with a crown but then you put like this vitriolic you know things out there it's like how how is that good <laughs> you know okay I mean, honestly it's without, not a lot of time i let my emotion get the best of me because i'm at the point where any mention of god or jesus or religion it seriously gets me sick to my stomach every time i see it or hear it it's just i i don't know why i feel this way i feel i have to like 
slash out push back at, at them. Uh-huh. Fight fire with fire. I honestly don't like it. I honestly don't like feeling that way, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I already promised I would not be such a jerk about it anymore. But it's like I'm going through. I'm, I'm going through a lot. It's just I don't feel still don't feel comfortable. I feel like I'm. I mean. I mean, I belong to a lot of atheist groups, and some people say that atheists are trusted, are not are not as trusted as rapists, which is not mm-hmm. good. Which is why mm-hmm. atheists have such a bad reputation. So, so let me ask you this: So, where do you go when you get depressed and you feel all yucky and everything? Where do you go with that? Where do you go to get comfort? Where do you, I mean, you I know, know, how I, do you deal with that? I go inside myself. I mean, I have my family to support me. I've got friends. I've got a counselor. I mean, they mm-hmm. know my position, and they'll become more accepting of it. And it's, mm-hmm. and I'm getting to it. It's just I still don't feel accepted as I like as I'd like to be, like when on social media and Facebook mm-hmm. particularly. So, well, you, know, Denise, it's I think it's kind of too like being a curvy woman. Yes. Um, society isn't going to accept us. Not right. people are going to accept us. Okay. Right. Uh, and I lost my thought. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, but my point being, my point here it is. My point being is that uh, people will fail us all day long, every day. I've been yes. through that. I've experienced that. That's that. Oh, yeah. I have life experience with that. Okay. I've been disappointed countless times. Okay. Yes. So you you can't depend on people. Yes, you do depend on people, and we're interdependent. We're not codependent on people. We're interdependent. But people, and it doesn't matter. I disappoint people. I fail people all the time. We can't depend on people for our joy and our happiness. We can't depend on pageantry or a crown or a title for our happiness and our joy. We have to depend. We can't even on ourselves because you say you go within. Okay. If I had to depend on myself, for okay, sister, I'd be I'd be depressed every day if I depended on myself. Okay. And if I depended on other people, I would, you know, I'd stay in depression. So, I mean, for me personally, my personal experience, I have to believe in somebody that's higher than me. I, I have to believe in something is greater than I am. You know, and I'm not trying to, you know, convince you of anything. I'm just telling you my personal experience and just what has happened to me. You know, just like the air that I breathe, Yes, I can't. I can't see it. I don't know what's yeah. there. But I mean, I do know what's there, but I can't see it. So with me, the same way. I know God is there. I can't see him physically with my eyes like I'm looking at you. Yeah. But I know he's there. And I know that through all the tragedies that I've gone through in my life, and I've had yeah. many, all the tragedies young in my life, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he has given me a joy and a peace that I cannot even expect explain to you how I've gotten through. That's just my personal, that's just me, okay? So it's not about me. It's about you. <laughs> fair, fair enough, and I respect you for that. I mean, Thank I'm you. still learning, like, to, like, love myself because I do not have very good confidence in everything, myself and everything. 
Mm-hmm. It's just I don't I've been feel I felt alone. It's just mm-hmm. Okay. It's, well it's I just I don't know I don't know what's out there. I mean I'd rather work right. on myself, honestly. I mean I don't know if I I'm not saying I won't believe in God like forever. I mean I don't know or higher power or anything like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know for right. now. Right. Well, I tell you what, Denise, you know what? I mean, if you would want to, let's follow up with, with one another after the show. But let's continue and let's pile in on the conversation so so he can have some some FaceTime and some game time with us. He can come play with the girls. <laughs> yeah, come on in, Kyle. I, I play with girls often, so. <laughs> so you're probably it, huh? Okay. Um, well, first of all, let me say that when Dr. Phil wants to go on vacation, Bruce, I nominate you to take his place. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. Yes, um, I do. Um, okay. So it's my turn, yes? Yes, yes. Okay. A um, little bit of a disclaimer. Um, I'm Catholic. I was an altar boy, and, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper by, by any stretch, and in, in pursuit of getting ready for today's show, I've done a lot of research, and, and Denise, the one thing that I kind of realized through my research is that I, I kind of think I'm a little bit of a free thinker to a certain extent, you know, I, I do believe in a God, I do believe there's something up there yeah. greater than me. But I think my approach is different, and I'm sure you're familiar with the term free thinker. Yeah. And, and, and I feel that I got some of that in me. So the way that I want to do this is that I want people to understand who you are. You know, we kind of get a sense of your personality and what you've been through, but from this whole atheist standpoint, yeah. um, I, I want to get some clarity for our audience. So I want to kind of start there, and then I'm going to get into the pageant perspective of all of this. Okay. Okay. Could you share with our audience, just so they're totally clear, what is the difference between being atheist and agnostic? What is the difference? Agnostic is when you're not sure you you believe in God or not. Atheist is just not believing in God flat out. So. Okay. So with that it, being, it, does, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean devil worshiper. It doesn't mean Satanist. Right. It just means right. I don't believe in God. I basically based on evidence and all that. So. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So, Okay, so I, I understand that. No problems with that. So in yes. your opinion, as an atheist, how yes. was our world created? Where did man come from? That's not one of the things I worry about. I just, I, I don't worry about history. I mostly worry about the present right now. I live in the moment. I just really don't think about that. I'm not really okay. sure about one of my main concerns. Okay, so do you feel that there is a, a higher something other than us, or are we just existing? And again, not putting words in your mouth, I just want our audience to be clear. Personally, I think it's existing and then just living and then dying. That's basically it. So. Okay. okay. Now, you said that, you know, during your lifetime of becoming an adult, that you became yes. an atheist. How does one become an atheist? For me personally, because I've had my doubts, I started having doubts. I, my mom was Pentecostal Baptist, and I went to church with her. I just didn't buy into, like, the dramatics, the actions of it. I just wasn't feeling it. And over time, I just stopped believing. And 
I, I had an experience where I was I, I believed that if I prayed for like whatever I wanted, I would get it right get it right then right then and there. I would get it guaranteed, but that did not happen and that's when I started having doubts, so it just mm-hmm. grew to like it was just like it felt like a farce, an act. So Okay. Now as we live in a society where, you know, here in America where you know, back in the 60s, African-Americans and people of color are discriminated against. You know, in the, um, in the 1990s, the 80s, yes. the 90s, the early 2000s, gay people, gay, lesbian, and transgender yes. people and even now are discriminated against. Do you, do you loop in lesbians in that group, uh, I'm sorry, of atheists, rather, in that group that are being discriminated against? Well, I know most people won't talk about atheists being discriminated against, but from all, from what I've read from other people's experiences, it's like they lose jobs, they lose marriages. I mean, I have not had that experience. I mostly lost friends because of it. So right. Well, you know, a survey was done by the um, American Atheist Association. Yeah. That, that was that it was stated that 54 percent of Americans would not vote for someone who was atheist. Okay, that was the statistic that came out. What do you feel needs to happen to change that? For example, you know, for the longest time, gay, lesbians, and transgender um, individuals did not have many rights and were discriminated against, and now the majority of Americans feel that there should be some form of marriage equality. What do you feel needs to happen as an atheist for you all to just have, let's just say, equal consideration and not go through the things that you're talking about? In my well, basically what I've seen is like the atheists that I that I'm friends with, they like are concerned with like um taking in God we trust off of money and like um taking God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. I really don't and I'm honestly I really do not care either way. I'm just like I just I feel that I should be respected, like for my belief because 'cause I've had to deal with like hatred for my own mother because she did not she did not Refuse to accept that I did not believe in God. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not important to me, I mean, it's just I, I, I'm still new at this. Honestly, I'm still new at this. I'm still pretty like a beginning. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what I am to describe you, but to okay. describe myself, I mean, probably thinks I'm an atheist. Probably thinks I'm a free thinker. So, okay, well, that's where I'm at right now. It's it's confusing out there when you're just getting out there. So, well. Here, here's the thing, Denise, is that yes. before, because I'm about to flip to the pageant stuff on this atheism yes. thing, but the challenge that I'm having here is that yes. I'm hearing some contradiction in what you're saying. I'm hearing free thinker. I'm hearing that you don't care about certain things. I'm hearing that you're confused. You know, I'm hearing all these different things, and I don't say yes. this as a slight, but you know, I, I feel that the only way that things are going to change for those that are atheists is yes. that if things are straightforward, to the point, and very clear. And right now, I'm hearing a lot of ambiguous thoughts, okay? And, and so, to me, I'm having a hard time understanding, you know, what, what the relevance is here of your atheist beliefs in regards to your pageantry as far as being right with the crown. So I, I have a series of questions that I want to ask you to hopefully hedge that and put that together because right now I'm feeling confused. So my first question is, what is your opinion of Geraldine 
the um, national director of Today's American Woman, based on your experience with her as a pageant director, you know, and keep it real, okay, because we've invited her to come on this show, because I know yes. that she's going to have something yes. to say, and I would, would like to hope that she would come on the show. To be honest, but, she is a great director. I mean, I have nothing but respect for her. I mean, I understand where she's coming from. I understand the people who have just I mean, I want to, like, be okay with people with what they believe in, but I'm not quite there yet. I mean, and my, I don't know where I got this from because I want to feel, I feel like I could, like, change some minds, open some minds because, because of it. I mean, it's like I want to turn people away from religion, and I don't know, I don't know when I decided to become a superhero, but I'm totally realizing that's not possible. I can't change minds. I mean, that's it. But when it comes to general, I have nothing but respect for her. We're friends, and it, and I do like, and I love, and I admire her so much. So. Right, right. You yeah. know something? I'm, I'm going to switch gears here. I want to have a little bit of fun with you. Is that okay? Can I have a little yeah. bit of fun with you? Okay. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me set the stage. Okay. Yeah. You are at some fierce, you know, curvy girl plus pageant, and you have made yeah. the top five. And you are now about to answer on stage questions. So I need you to get in pageant mode for me. Okay, take a breath. <laughs> take a deep breath. Get in pageant mode for me. Okay. So you're in this. You're in a fierce canary yellow gown that I designed for you. Say yes. Yes. Okay. And your hair and makeup is done. You got your your lace front on. You got your lashes yes. on. You got your pop yes. lipstick. You are ready, yes. right? Yes. Okay. On stage question. For Miss Plus Arizona, okay, as, <laughs> as an atheist, how would you encourage people to vote for someone who is atheist for political office? I would encourage them to vote for somebody who is atheist because it doesn't, it, it shouldn't need, religion should not matter whether they're a nice, a nice person or not, whether, as long as they do for the good of the country. Okay, okay. City. Great, great. Now, do you feel that, the, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance, should our children in our public institutions say the Pledge of Allegiance and say the term under God, do you feel that that should be required or should it just be a moment of meditation? I mean, the Pledge of Allegiance has been a standard for many years. I mean, if they don't want to say under God, that's their choice. If School, that would depend on the school. If they want meditation, I'm fine with that. If they want to say the pledge, I'm fine with that. But they should not, like, force, I mean, kids should be able to think for themselves and not be taught, like, some, like, not taught to think for themselves and not taught religion because their mom and grandma and great-grandma all on, they, they taught it. I mean, they should be taught to think for themselves and decide on their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another question for you, Miss Plus Curvy Arizona. Should a should a pageant director be able to have like a litmus test of their contestants if they are a Christian based pageant? Should they be able to decline entry to someone who's atheist? I don't think that I don't think that would be fair, honestly. I mean, you could have like the Christian faith base, but without the faith that, I mean, we're all the same, I mean, we're all good people, I mean, as long as you're not, you know, haven't, like, done anything illegal, I don't think, like, again, I don't think religion should matter in, like, everything, so, like, religion or lack of religion should matter. Okay. I mean, just based it on, like, good, qual like, their 
community service, the categories like community service, um, evening gown, swimsuit, interview, essay, photogenic, you name it. I mean, religion is not, should, has not been, has never been a major standard in pageantry, and it should not determine what makes a queen or not. Okay, okay. So you are a national title holder, and you have the opportunity to speak on the topic of um, separation of church and state. What would you say? Granted, I do not have know enough information about the real bat the battle going on. I mean, I do not see the. I, I mean, I want I need more experience. I would need to do more research on it to like have a, like a clear understanding of the issue. So, okay. Like I said before, I'm new at this, so I mean, I still have a lot to learn. Okay. Now, so, you and know, I'm open to learning, so. You know, as you stated, you know, there are many Christian-based pageants. Would you, yes. would you want to see a pageant for those that have the same beliefs that you do? Hmm. Honestly, like, I, like I, I keep saying, religion should not matter as long as you are a good person and worthy of a pageant title. Okay, okay. I mean... Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, it's just... I, understand. I mean, it shouldn't, shouldn't matter. I mean, it's just, you're a great person. I mean, it's the qualities. It's like, okay. why, now, why does faith have, have, have to do with it, honestly? Well, well, here, well here's a little bit of a challenge that, that I have. You know, I have reviewed some of your posts and things that you have put out. And, and you know, you, you caused a little bit of a huff. You know, you caused yes. a little bit of a huff. Do you yes. feel that based on those posts, that it was justified for directors to relinquish you of your title, or do you feel that you were treated unjust? I mean, when I had my, I have not had titles relinquished ever since, like the first time I have not had titles relinquished since, with this with this instance since I came out as an atheist. So I mean, I'm. Trying to like hold myself back, but it's just not easy. And that, and I will take responsibility for like lashing out. So I do not like how I, I do not like my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? My approach to it. So I'm still working on that, and I want to get better at it. I'm still wanting to be tolerant. Yeah. So I think uh, Spruce here. Let me interject. Yeah. I think that's what I'm hearing through this whole thing, Kyle and Denise, is that Denise is still finding her way. Uh, you know, I think she's still trying to find her compass point as far as trying to uh, take a stand in how she believes and entering into the pageant world and how to marry all that. Well, well, but, but the thing with that, though, is again, where I see the challenge, and, and this is just not about Denise, this is just about this, this whole topic and, and, and girls who represent national systems, is that at the end of the day, when you have a crown and a sash, you have a microphone, and you are a role model, and that comes with the responsibility. That's kind of like saying Charles, that's like Charles Barkley, or whatever that basketball player's name, saying, well, I didn't ask to be a role model. By the mere right. fact that you put yourself out there, you are one. And yes, there's a responsibility absolutely. that comes with that. And, and so where I'm having a challenge is that if you're going to go there, go there. Right. And, and this is my thing is everybody can be who they are, 
but be respectful about it. And in my opinion, Denise, it, you know, and I love you, yes. okay, but in my opinion, what I've seen on your Facebook, and that's your Facebook. I don't have to go there. You know, that's your own personal thing. Yes. You know, but if you're going to wear a crown and be representative and represent good, and I say quote, unquote, good, then don't spew vitriolic, acerbic things with with those pictures that you post because that's very hateful. So how can you say that you're good by posting those hate? things and I understand you're trying to find your way you're trying to find your platform and yourself but if you're going to wear a crown and represent quote unquote good those are hateful things and hate and good don't live together under the same roof yeah now now one other thing too and Denise I have a different spin on it is that if you're going to be aggressive about it you know no one love aggression more than I do you know, I, I say go for it. You know, don't don't be aggressive and then go back and go, oh, I'm confused. You know, but I guess that's a different show. So be, before we wrap up, Denise, is there anything that you want to leave our audience with so they really understand your point of view and they get to know who you are so you're not misrepresented? Basically, I, I, I feel I don't, I, I'm trying not to, I want to not be a jerk about it. I mean, I'm proud of who I am, and basically, if you don't, if people don't like it, I mean, that says more about them than they says about me because I'm missing one. It's just one aspect of my life, and it's just because if you want to judge me based on that one aspect, you're missing out on a fabulous person who is musical, who's talented, who's creative, who's intelligent, who's everything, and who's got who's got good good qualities about herself, even though she's not that. Not feeling good about her, not quite feeling good about herself yet. I will admit, it's just I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress, so. Well, Denise, Denise, I'll say this: there are what I call a lot of Sunday Christians out there that will go to church and beat the Bible on Sunday, and then and be, and be there twerking in the club on Saturday night. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so I definitely get it. So, I really thank you for putting yourself out there, and and in many ways, you know, educating people that don't quite understand where you are coming from. So, you know, I just want to let you know as well that by having the courage, you know, to coming on the show and and have me banter with you a little bit, you know, because I'm not the easiest person to interview with. When you decide to compete at your next national pageant, I will provide your training complimentary. and we'll Really? I will do that for you. Yes, I will. Ah. I will offer you a free consultation to get you ready. So, you know, with that said, hit me off, you know, hit me up, you know, in my email. You can reach me at www.weproducewinners.com, and I promise that I'll do everything I I can do to help you not only get your national title, but to feel good about it and be a positive person regardless of what your beliefs are. So I will do that for you. Thank you. I highly appreciate it. So, Spruce, what we got coming up next? What's going on? Wow, that is wonderful. God, that's a really great gift, uh, Denise, from Kyle, pageant coaching. Wow. Yes. Good, good. Well, um, and I just want to thank you, Denise. Um, you've been a great guest, and I feel your heart, and we had good discussion. So, And like Kyle said, you know, thank you for being you, for being yourself and being so vulnerable. That's hard to do. Um, yes. 
before a live audience and who knows how many people out there are listening and watching. Yes. So that's that's hard to do. So you're a strong woman, stronger than you think, and you have mortgage than you think. So so way to go. I keep me I keep me to I need to remind myself that I tough and I'm awesome but it's just I'm getting there. I'm a work in progress. We're all a work in progress, honey, right? So thank you, and and Kyle and and, uh, Pageant Vedafe team, thank you so much for having me. Audience, thank you all so much for joining us, and we definitely want to see you all back next week because next week our guest will be the director of the former pageant that Ms. Williams competed in, the the, uh, Today's American Woman pageant. The director, Jara Lynn Anders, will be with us next week, and uh, so that should be an interesting show. It's going to be fantastic. I am one of the coaches for that pageant system, and it's going to be great. So So within closing, I normally give a message to our audience, but Denise, I have a message for you that I give every week, but I'm going to direct it to you directly, okay? I want you to believe in yourself and to never, ever give up on your dreams, that regardless of who you are and what your personal beliefs are, greatness begins with inside of you, and I want you to remember that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us at Pageant Veritan. We look forward to seeing you next week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.